Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Warp Speed in Alligator Alley by K.W. Peckham Wayne and I became friends by accident. You see, all the others at school had picked their best friends, and we were left over. I'm not telling a secret when I say we both would have preferred friends who were popular or rich or could have helped with math assignments. The disappointment made us cranky those first few weeks together. We fought over the Nintendo controls, and once I stuffed an ice cream cone almost entirely in Wayne's ear. But we always made peace because we were all the friends we had. After a while, I noticed something about Wayne that began to bug me. It showed up like this. I mentioned in casual conversation that my mom was a fast typist. Wayne shifted his mouth into high gear. My dad types more than 200 words a minute, Wayne said. He goes so fast that his typewriter melts down. Not even IBM makes a typewriter that can keep up with him. Now, you're reading this, and you can tell that he was making it up. But I hadn't figured that out. So I said, wow, that's cool. I didn't know this was just the beginning of Wayne's bragging. One day during lunch hour, we were sharing our important opinions on baseball players, girls, and Pop-Tarts when we stumbled onto the fact that we both had grandparents who lived on a farm. My dad grew up on a big farm in Nebraska, I said. My dad's parents have this huge farm in Texas, Wayne boasted. It's at least 1,000 acres. I scratched my head. Well, I'm not sure exactly how much land my grandpa has. Maybe 2,000 acres. It's a big ranch. You have to ride around in a pickup for hours to see all his cows. Did I say 1,000 acres? piped in Wayne, not about to be outdone. I meant to say 10,000. Sure, I sneered. I suppose they named their backyard Oklahoma. There was one time that Wayne's bragging reached the limit. We were whispering during class with this other guy named Josh Wilson, whom I wanted to make friends with. Anyway, Josh was telling us that his dad had bought a Mustang. Last night we went out to this new road they're making for a subdivision. We went to the end of one of those dark, deserted streets, and we sat there idling. I leaned in closer to hear what happened next. Josh continued, Then all of a sudden, Dad stomped on the gas. You should have heard those tires squeal. I looked at the speedometer a couple seconds later, and we were already going 60. It was incredible. Wayne shrugged his shoulders. Oh, that's nothing, he said in a bored voice. My dad raced our car at more than 150 miles per hour. We do it all the time. Has your dad ever gone that fast? Josh shook his head no, like the honest guy he was, and turned away from us. Wayne had stolen all the excitement from his story, and I wouldn't have blamed Josh if he never spoke to us again. I was hopping mad at Wayne. Great, you moron, I hissed. My one chance to make a decent friend and you blow it. Not long after that, Wayne's family invited me on a trip to Miami, Florida. Why not, I shrugged. There's nothing much on TV next week. So we piled in their gigantic green Oldsmobile and started to drive. The hood on this car stretched into the hazy distance in front of us, and the trunk went just as far in the other direction. From the outside, the Olds looked like a four-door aircraft carrier. Toward the end of the day, we came to an endless road that cut straight east to Miami across the swamps of South Florida. "'We're going down Alligator Alley now,' said Mr. Peterson with a smile. 
Instantly, Wayne and I jammed our noses against the passenger window and began searching for large, scaly reptiles. We got bored with that pretty quick. We didn't see one alligator. There weren't any buildings or billboards or even cars to look at. The place was deserted. How long till we get there, Wayne asked. Mmm, about an hour and a half, Mr. Peterson said. If only we could go faster, I thought to myself. Exactly at that moment, I remembered Wayne's bragging to Josh about his father's lead foot. So this car goes pretty fast, I asked Mr. Peterson. Wayne glanced at me, then quickly looked out the window. I don't know how fast it goes, answered Mr. Peterson. You don't know? Mr. Peterson pondered the speedometer. I wonder, he mumbled to himself. Wayne, maybe we should see what this old boat can do. Stanley, what are you doing? asked Wayne's mother from the back seat, where she was reading to Wayne's little sister Clara. Oh, just a little scientific test, Mr. Peterson said with a wink in our direction. I noticed a slight movement in his right leg. First, we felt a jerk as the transmission caught a new gear. Then we heard a strong, deep hum rising from way out in front of the olds. Wayne sat bolt upright by the window. He looked at his dad. He looked at me. The hum got louder, and we slowly gathered speed. The speedometer said 70, then 80, then 90. Isn't that about fast enough? Mrs. Peterson queried. Yeah, agreed Wayne, who seemed tense. He pushed his left hand against the dash and gripped the armrest with his right. He looked straight ahead with wild eyes, and the faster we went, the tighter he held on to the armrest. It took the big olds about 30 seconds to work up to 110, and by the time we got there, I was scared. The swamp grass blurred past both sides of the car as we rocketed toward Miami. The olds began to float lightly over bumps as if it were reaching takeoff speed. Stanley! Mrs. Peterson shrieked. If she was nervous, I could understand. My insides felt like they were under attack by screaming Indians. At 115, I decided I couldn't look out of the car any longer. Everything was coming at us too fast. I began climbing over the seat with every intention of hiding on the back floor. I happened to notice that little Clara was bouncing up and down on the seat, saying, Faster! Faster! Just then, Mrs. Peterson spoke in a surprisingly calm voice. Stanley, you haven't forgotten the police, have you? In the blink of an eye, the hum of the engine relaxed, and we slowed down. Can you imagine that this tank can go 117 miles per hour? Mr. Peterson leaned back in his seat. I would have preferred to imagine it. Mrs. Peterson said tartly. Wow, did you see that? Wayne exclaimed. Apparently his own fears were behind him. The next day we were wading in the surf along Miami Beach. Man, we were sure flying yesterday, Wayne said. I looked him in the eye like Judge Wapner. Your dad's never gone that fast before, has he? Wayne lowered his eyes. So you made up that stuff you told Josh about going 150 miles an hour every day to school. I didn't say every day. I didn't stop to argue the details with Wayne, because I was letting off some righteous steam. Why are you always bragging, bragging, bragging? The stuff isn't even true. We walked a little farther in silence. Why? I repeated. Well, you don't like me, he burst out. I thought you might like me better because of the cool stuff I told you. I stopped walking, and Wayne did too. A wave washed over our feet. I hadn't realized that I had been so obviously mean to Wayne. 
but it was true. I always acted like he wasn't good enough to be my friend. Now I wondered if I was good enough to be his. I looked up from the sand. I'm sorry, I said. I didn't mean to act, well, as if I didn't like you. I stopped to think. You know, Wayne, I said, we need each other. We ought to be good friends. Yeah, he said quietly. We should be good friends. There was a pause. I guess I shouldn't make stuff up. Then he glanced at me with a twinkle in his eye. But you know, Dad does drive pretty fast sometimes. Yeah, I grinned. I believe you. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.